Frozen Shows is filmed in front of a live Twitch audience. Hey everyone, welcome back to Frozen Shows, the podcast where two bros talk about shows that they force each other to watch. Sometimes they just watch shows that neither of them watch. I'm your host, Josiah Mahler67, and with me, as always, I got my buddy, I got my pal, I got my brother, my brother Austin. Austin, how are you doing today? I am doing phenomenal. Um, you know, well, I'm doing okay today. <laughs> You're doing okay? Okay, well, that's that's all that we can match. Yeah. Awesome, we are recording this on Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you do anything special for your little lady? Uh, yeah, she felt really bad uh, today because especially, you know, like uh, my team did go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> they they yeah. fell short. Yeah. Um, yeah. And she was very upset. Uh, well, she she knew I was a little upset, but I'm happy that they went. And um, you know, it's been a long time. It I've never seen my team ever go to the Super Bowl. Um, mm. It's been 31 years since they've been in a playoff game that they won. So I'm pretty happy, and the future's bright for my team, and I'm pretty happy about that. But uh, she's a Disney travel agent, and if you know anything about the Super Bowl, <laughs> the winning team goes to disney world uh, or disneyland i don't know it's one of those yeah it's like i'm going to disney world so she was like i hate to post this because my my husband's such a big <laughs> Bengals fan but i'm so excited that you know the team went to the disney world and i was like oh man i'm sorry i was like oh yeah, my gosh fine. so uh i'm so actually, sorry i don't mean to be a jerk i'm so sorry <laughs> but uh so so funny thing is uh, she was so upset about it, uh, but overall, she she understood. Like, you know, she knew that you know I wouldn't care. Um, but I decided to go out, and it was yesterday actually we celebrated hers because I knew I had to go out because I was going to be up late uh, today, and I had a lot of things I had to get done. Like I had to watch Book of Boba Fett because mm-hmm. I was lacking a lot. I had some schoolwork I had to do yesterday. So I took the Monday off just in case, like, you know, whatever the events of the Super Bowl would happen. You know, it's staying up late. I'm getting up at 530. So I I took a personal day. And I got her flowers because she's a generic white girl and she demands flowers on Valentine's Day. Uh, I'm that kind of guy that's like, ah, I don't like flowers. It's, you know, just so cliche to get flowers and candies on Valentine's day. And she's like, no, I want that. So I got her flowers. Um, I got her foot by the, uh, she likes three of these different candies. She likes fruit roll-ups. Uh, I think it's foot by the fruit by the foot and gushers. And she loves gushers to death. So I got her like the three pack combo. And then I got her, um, wow. I'm trying to think what else I forgot. I actually forget the third thing, and I think it's just because... Oh, no, it was... uh, um, There's, like, these chocolate cookies. I forget what they're called. They start with an M. It's, like, Marlo or Merlo or Merlo or whatever. But they're Mm. Pepperidge Farm, and they're, like, two cookies, and they got chocolate in the middle. Uh, She really enjoys that stuff. So I got her that. So she was super excited. Um, You know, so overall, she got her flowers. She got candy. So she's good. <laughs> what did she want? All right. Yeah. And then uh, she got dinner tonight, which she loves steak. So I cooked her a steak dinner. You know, so 
Did you have like a romantic candlelight dinner or anything? I think you're like, all right, honey, I gotta go and do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually what was happening the whole time. I was like, we gotta hurry this up because like I've been taking breaks too much and like I gotta finish up this episode. Like, I was like, I gotta do this, you know? And she was like, this, no, you're sitting with me and being romantic. And I was like, ah, crap. So like, you know, we sat down, we ate, and then we had cake. And then she's like, okay, I'll I'll watch it with you for a little bit. And I was like, okay. And we were like on episode six at that time, or episode five. Mm. And she was like, all right, I'm bored. And she went to bed. She's like, I don't she's care about one. Star Wars. It's yeah, not it's Disney. Just... Well, actually it is. Yeah, what? Actually, well, now I care. Well, she that's, asked me. That's she's your like, wife in... in, in... <laughs> the first thing she asked was, she, we were watching it, and she's like, are we watching Star Wars? And I said, yes, the Book of Boba Fett. I have to watch it for the podcast. And she's like, they still make those? And I was like, are you kidding me right now? You're a Disney travel agent. You know this. And she's like, I haven't watched any of the newer movies. And I was like, well, I don't think you're missing too much. Um, I was like, but the shows you are. Like, I think the shows outshine those movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah. What Did you have anything special you did on Valentine's Day? Uh... I called into my work, tried to convince them to let me come back because uh, last week was nice and all. Um, it's, uh, I, I'm not sure if I said it in the last episode, but basically my roommate got COVID and he works at the same place as I do. And the HR people told him like, earliest you can come back is the 19th. If you test um, negative, come back uh, that Saturday. And... Yeah. There, there's also a possibility that if he has no symptoms, he can test positive and then come back in a five day span or something like that. But he's still coughing and whatnot. And so that's like a symptom. So they won't allow it. Um, and so I was kind of telling them like, yeah, no, I just, I, I tested negative. Like I, I have, I do not have it. Um, I'm bored here. I don't want to be home anymore. Can I come back? And my manager's like, oh, if they tell you, you can't come back, you can't come back. And I, I tried to explain to my one supervisor that I'm like, it's not that I love being at work. I just like having work to tell my, like, to form my week. Because, like, last two weeks, Austin, was the one thing I've been forgetting to do. Upload the podcast at five oh, in the morning yeah. like I've, I always have set up. But I forget yeah. because I don't know it's Monday. Yeah. And so... Monday yeah, comes. I, I texted you last week and I was like, hey, are you going to put it in the podcast? And you're like, oh, shoot, it is Monday. Exactly. And I had the same exact problem today. I was halfway through, like, playing. Uh, I've been watching a lot of Markiplier and whatnot, just playing my games. And then it suddenly hit me, oh, crap, it's Monday. I got bros and shows. Well, I'm already caught up. I, I think I'm all good. Two hours late. Oh, crud. It's Monday. I have to upload last week's bros and shows. So it's it's been late two weeks. Not like a day late sometimes that happens to me where i completely forget it's monday but it was it was uploaded around seven or whatever instead mm. of the normal five o'clock in the morning I like to download it for their times to work yeah. um, but that's okay i'll i'll get better when in my life it's I, I think it comes with the um the uh territory of doing it weekly uh, some podcasts, if they, they don't do it weekly or if they don't have, like, a thing that they have to stretch over a week, 
they do multiple episodes in one recording sesh and then mm-hmm. upload them for the next three weeks and gives themselves breathing room to, to do episodes. Gotcha. Can't do that whenever we're live on Twitch on Monday mm-hmm. and we're watching stuff weekly because it's not like we can't tell people like, hey guys, here's the list of shows we're going to watch this month. Watch them all. And then me and Austin just dish out a bunch of episodes because people won't watch those episodes live. We have a lot of people Twitch or watch mm-hmm. our VODs. Like we have a lot of people just watching the VODs of our, um, mm-hmm. don't know if it's the same people just rewatching and rewatching it, or they're just like freaking 11 o'clock is too late at night. I completely understand that too, because it is really late, but it's because I'm a night, uh, twilight shift work and Austin, mm-hmm. I don't know, narcissist. <laughs> but yeah no I, I I did nothing today other than played video games and chilled out because I don't have a special someone other than my cat mm. and I've started opening my closet door because she likes going in there and just jumping around so she's having fun I guess that's her valentine but talking about other people who like to jump around and fly I guess awesome this week we watched Book of Boba Fett, which concluded last week. Yeah. Gotta say, first up, Boston, what's your overall thoughts? Um, so, um, the first two episodes are kind of rough. Okay. Um, they're not really too action-y, not really too, like, you know, it, it wasn't really interesting. Um, but I can see why, because they do, I hate, like, sometimes I hate when they show flashback episodes all the time, and you see, like, the past, um, because sometimes it's very slow, or it's just like, oh, I know how this is gonna end. Mm-hmm. So, like, I kind of, you know, I predicted the whole, him being, ca- you know, when he was captured, he was gonna befriend these Tuscan Raiders. Yeah. Like, I knew he was gonna do that. Like, that's something that I was like, yeah, he's gonna stop the train. And there he's like, I'm going to stop the train. And I was like, yep, yep. I was right. And I was like, well, it explained, you know, some things that we always had questions on, like, you know, how to get out of the lactar pit. Um, you know, they kind of explain. <laughs> or what is it, Saktar? Or Sar- what? I forget. Sarlacc. Sarlacc. Sarlacc pit. Sarlacc. I don't know why I said lactar. What the heck is lactar? No, I don't know, but that was just hilarious to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, um, we got to get that explanation of like how wh- why he lost his armor and like where you figured that out. Um, we also got to uh, get some examples of things that I had questions about, especially after Mandalorian season two dropped, and uh, some of the questions I had. You know, I, I knew Mando was going to show back up. I knew okay. that for a fact uh, because the thing is, is it would be kind of hard. Uh, to just do just Boba Fett. Um, I just don't see, you know, I, I knew that there was going to be special people, like special guests. Uh, one of the special guests that did show up, I'm super ecstatic. I'm actually very happy. Um, but overall, this show, oh, my first opinion is I liked it. It was it was good. It's up there. It's very up there with Mandalorian. Um, you know, I, I, I felt that after the first two episodes, it started really picking up. And I think the last five, ep- well, the last four episodes, um, well, actually, the last five episodes, because uh, the first two were slow, but after that, it was great until the end. 
So overall, I, I enjoyed this. So what, what did you think about Book of Boba Fett? Yeah, thanks for asking. Normally I just jump in there and say, well, for me, but uh, I appreciate it. No, um, I, I will say I, I really enjoyed this one. I actually found myself, I binged it all in about two or three days. Mm. And I watched six of the seven episodes, or is it eight episodes? One, uh, in a single night. It was one. <laughs> I've been having this problem, and this is why I say I need my job to kind of bookend my weeks. Um, I've been having this problem of staying up till seven o'clock in the morning every day, and uh, mm. this is why I started watching it, and then I found myself at seven in the morning being like, I gotta go to bed, I can sleep. Next night, I, next day, I wake up, and then I just can't go back to sleep. I stay up till seven again. Um, but it, it had me kind of gripped in a different way than I was expecting. You say the first couple episodes were slow for you. I enjoyed the first, like, I say four episodes more than I enjoyed the last. Because the last, mainly the last episode, the second to last episode was also kind of just action act, a little bit of like Bando and uh, stuff in there. Mm -hmm. I, how I looked at it was the beginning was like the, the beginning of like a drug taking over. Um, he comes in, he has to establish himself. He has to make the right moves and do all that stuff. I really like that. And then the background with the Tuscan Raiders explained his shift in his personality from bounty hunter to this guy who's like, I will make them respect. Like they, they will follow under me with respect and loyalty. Um, and then like midpoint, it became a Western and that was always something that people told me that the original Star Wars was supposed to kind of cause or, or make you feel was a space western. And that's very much what that felt like, especially whenever the bounty hunter train or yeah, comes right. in. That was straight up western. <laughs> oh, yeah, you could tell. And I I enjoyed that a lot. And so I was I was kind of happy through the whole thing and in the ending like the last episode with all the action I assumed that's how they were going to kind of go I enjoyed their way of getting there I enjoyed their storytelling I liked the fact that we saw certain aspects of things going his way things not going his way and they made me feel emotions for characters I didn't think I would feel emotions for it and I don't know why I did after like retroactively thinking about it i, I don't know what i did hmm. but that was basically my my thoughts i enjoyed it a lot i would love to see more of boba fett and the fact that it's called the book of boba fett makes me feel like he is not just going to be this daimyo on Tatooine, yeah. but he's going to inspire this new way of thinking either on Tatooine or in the every like the galaxy public sucks the new republic sucks if the yeah. movies show you anything they suck yeah. <laughs> they need him um yeah awesome let's break it down man let's break break it down mm -hmm. is there characters you want to talk about scenes motivations what are you uh. thinking here Okay, so I will say this. I, I want to break down some of the Easter eggs that are in this, this oh, okay. uh, show. Uh, Good, because one, I don't know all of them. I, I know of a couple. I don't know context. 
Okay, so the one that I noticed too was the fighter ship that Mando fixes up. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the um, Naboo. Yeah, so I'm guessing that that was a hint back to I forget who drove one of those. I was it Anakin? Well, so those are just the Anakin. Naboo fighters, like space. Yeah, fighters. but I think Anakin was Anakin the one was the one. Them. He he's the one when he gets into it and he kills a couple things and he starts flying. He's like, mm-hmm. now this is pod racing. Yeah, that's what that's from. Yeah, I remember that. So, like, when I saw that, it was like, hey, hey, I remember that. It was even the yellow. It was, like, that yellow oh, color. Yeah. So, I was like, yeah. Um, you know, uh, the other thing that I'd like to bring up, like, one of the, one of the Easter eggs that uh, I got a little excited about was BD, uh, B8, BD. Uh, so, the, the little robot that the girl owns and the rat that's going after it, like, do you, do you remember that episode? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the robot's named BD, and it's from the video game called uh, The Last, uh, was it the Fallen Order? Jedi, Fallen Order. Or um, I think I'm, I always mispronounce the name of it, but it's uh, it's the one with uh, Cameron. I forget his name. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm bad are, at are, this. Are you talking about Unleashed? No, so there was a game that came out, uh, not even, I think it's called Fallen Order. I think that's the name of the game. And um, it was, uh, I'm trying to think of that name. Here, hold up. I'm, I'm pulling it up right now. Oh, yeah, because, BD, BD. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so BD. BD is okay. the robot that he uses that get, helps him, like, scan stuff and do all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so... BD now is tat- on Tatooine, so I'm trying to figure out where is Cal, uh, because uh, he, the, the last thing that you see in the video game, spoiler for anyone that hasn't played Fallen Order, um, you know, it is available on EA Play and on, um, uh, what was it, Game Pass, Xbox Game Pass. Um, so, yeah, Jedi Fallen Order, that's what it was. Um so cal is a jedi that escapes and he's on the search for other jedis um and that's why i thought at the end of mandalorian season two we were going to get cal would be the one that um shows up and takes guru or wow i mispronounced that name so much uh the, the little Yoda-looking dude. The little Yoda baby. Uh, Grogu? I don't know how to Grogu. That's Grogu. how you Okay. <laughs> yeah, so, like, I thought he was the one that was going to show up. I yellow, and, take... and I was like, yeah. <laughs> no. no. So, Grogu, um, I thought that Cal was coming to pick him up. Uh, because it, this, because uh, in the game, spoiler alert, in the game, you actually, at the end, you fight Darth Vader. And so, uh, of course, you know, Darth Vader gets away and Cal gets away. And they're actually coming out with an, a second Fallen Order. Uh, so I've been excited for that for a long time. No, uh, BD, uh, BD, and then yours was BD-8. Yeah, I, think that's I, I, I got the original BB-8. Yeah. He's up there. Yeah. Right next B- to the thing. He, he's from BD- the newer ones. Yeah, so like when I saw BD run across, I was like, "Is that BD?" 
And I was like, nah, I can't be. And then when she said, she's like, hey, BD, I was like, oh, it's BD. Like, so it made me excited. Uh, well, I mean, so, just because it's the same droid doesn't mean that it's the same droid. I would know? think so. Because, that, like, there's, like, there's R2s and then there's R, like, R3s and R4s. Fives. Like, R5, like, they're, they're all the same type of droid. Like, you see multiple C3. You even I see one know. in this episode. You even see this one I in this episode. Know. I will say this, like not trying to squish your dreams or anything like that. They could very well be doing that. Yeah. Um, I don't know if the games are canon though. Uh, that's my thought process is games are canon or supposed supposedly what I've been told is that one's canon. Uh, that's the only one that is canon. Uh, Cause I know that I know forced unleash. I don't think is canon. Oh no, no, no. First yeah, there's the legitimately a dlc where you go and kill every single star wars character yeah. ever <laughs> yeah yeah so like um so i i'm thinking that fallen order is canon and we will probably get to see Cal later on because that actor is really good because he was in shameless i think his name's like cameron i forget his name cameron something um but you know we we've all been super excited about the new star wars game cameron magahela or maga I don't know how to pronounce this name. Um, the other person that I would like to give a shout out to that I heard his voice and I knew who he was right away was Matt Berry. Um, Matt yeah. Berry is the guy that plays Laszlo. I the second he that that robot started talking, I instantly went like, "Yo, that's straight yeah. up Matt Berry." I, I at first I I had that moment of realization. Yeah, this voice sounds familiar. Yeah. Is this Jarvis? No, this can't be Jarvis. I know his. Oh no! And I looked up at my it the it crowd poster you got me, and yeah. I can't. I I just kind of chuckled. I'm like, he'll follow me everywhere, days and night. I still see his face. Still see his face. What's really funny is the first thing, and I didn't say Matt Barry because I forget his name all the time. I'm like, that's Jackie Daytona. Like I always say that. I don't know. Jackie yeah, Daytona. Yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah, hey, Jackie, Jackie Daytona. Daytona. Yeah. So, yeah, those were some of the Easter eggs that I saw. And there's there's a couple more that I'm pretty sure I missed that you probably know. But those were the ones that I, 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 I seen, um, you know, and. Um, I mean, let's be honest here. The biggest cameo of the whole thing. Max oh, Repo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hate that thing so much, man. Yeah, I do too. It's so stupid looking. Uh, I get why people. It's more of a meme than anything else. Um, yeah. Also, people think he plays with his finger. He doesn't play with his like feet. People think that's his his feet. No, those are his hand. He's like sitting in a chair. Um, but no, oh, yeah, the, the the one dude. Um, what's his what's his name? Crane. We also got to see, um, you know, Luke was in this Luke Skywalker's young Luke Skywalker. That's all CGI'd up. Oh, isn't? Um, that no? Is, no, that's an actual actor. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah, I I looked it up because I was. This doesn't look huh. like Mark Hamill. Yeah, but it looks it, close enough. Not. And no, it's, it's an it actor. Yeah. No, no, it hmm. is. It's, it's an actual actor. Which I think is smart. Yeah. Finding someone who looks like someone to play that person, smart. 
versus sieging because sieging will cost money doing. I'm just trying to see who plays him because I want to see this, but I don't see anything on here. Man, I'll have to look it up later. Um, Danny Trejo was in this season uh, of this episode. Well, he was in this show. Um, he played uh, the guy that was the Rancar trainer uh, at the beginning when he was like, yeah, this one was meant to breed. And then I just brought it here to like train it. So uh, I thought it was kind of cool that Danny Trejo was in it. Um, oh, who else is in it? The the girl from The Mandalorian. I always forget her name. People are Star Wars fandoms are going to kill me on this. But it's the girl with uh, that um, Rosita Dawson plays. Um, I can't pronounce her name. I don't know. Oh, uh, man. It, she's the one that uh, gives him the spear. Gives Mando the spear. Yeah, I know who you're talking about, but I don't... I don't... Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I forget her real name because she was in Clone Wars so much, but she was in this... Uh, you know, he finally got rid of the spear and made like the the little armor for uh, Grogu. Okay, I guess there is some form. There is CGI involved with the Luke, mm. but basically what they did is they got a they they got a lookalike to play him, mm. and then they just used. You've seen like those deep fake things where they take someone and, and smooth it over. That's essentially what they did. There's someone playing him, but. It's uh, he's being CGI, so I, I guess you're closer. I've always heard I I think I heard somewhere that he isn't. I okay. I guess I heard that they had a new actor, for him, and I took that as he was just acting. Hmm. Yeah, because the thing is, is like I know that there was like a petition there for a while to make uh, Sebastian Stan Luke Skywalker because he kind of looks like him in a way. Um, and like, he actually said that he would love to place Luke Skywalker. Um, hopefully that that's, uh, so the, that's the actual person sure. who's, who's playing him is Max Lloyd Jones. Is his name? Okay. Um, at least in the Mandalorian version, I couldn't find anything on the bar that one, but hmm. then they, they do CGI thing. And apparently the voice of young Luke, it's synthesized. I don't know how true that is. Um, I'm just finding multiple reports of that, though. So. Okay. Oh, no. We also, um, I'm really, I'm really excited to see Robert Rodriguez directing again. Uh, he directed three episodes. Uh, you, you know, and of course, John Favreau. Like John Favreau, being John Favreau, is the reason why Star Wars is still going strong right now. <laughs> um. You know, he's such a great writer and director. And I'm just super stoked that John Favreau is part of this because he deserves so much. Um, so, but overall, uh, a couple of the things that I want to point out is the black lightsaber. So that is a very interesting take on how that works and how the whole you have to give in to the blade type deal instead of like you just swinging it like um i thought that was very interesting <laughs> um it's a cooler take yeah I, I i still don't understand that i'm sure they'll get into it more in mandalorian yeah. season three 
Yeah, I, they set that up for Mandalorian Season 3. They set a lot of things up for Mandalorian Season 3. Yeah. This was basically the equivalent of, hey, we want this series to do good. So mm-hmm. we're going to throw a couple things from another series into it that you have to watch. Kind of like what they did with all the Netflix uh, Marvel shows. Where yeah. it's like, hey, if you want to understand Daredevil Season 3, you have to watch The Fender. Or have your brother do a very long hot take on <laughs> or, or, you know, like anime episodes where it's a complete and utter um skip episode just a filler episode but at the very end they show a, a quick little scene where a character gets shot and killed and you have to watch yeah. the whole valentine episode just the to code, see that single scene the code geass episode yeah that's exactly what i was referencing <laughs> <laughs> and that's what they did here but the funny thing is is i cared more about the boba thing than the mandalorian i like i like the mandalorian i also like the fact that he's officially excommunicated from the other mandalorians yeah um i liked i liked boba fett more because he just he's just more mature now he's not like a needless bounty hunter he's actually planned thinking things out and yes he gets emotional and everything like that but he's creating this idea of a creed of don't rule with fear and integrity you rule with loyalty and respect through that power mm-hmm. and and that's where i think the whole concept of the book of boba fett is coming into play i could completely see um boba fett starring his own kind of mandalorian-esque branch off and mando being like the head head dude of it oh um, yeah the, the only would set up for it. they set that up my other thought mm-hmm. process is I love how they ended off with Mandalorian and Grogu and the little speeder thing flying off into space. Yeah. The whole concept. Ah! Yeah, that. The whole concept of characters um, just going on missions. Uh, think of it kind of like uh, Cowboy Bebop. How every mm-hmm. episode two is kind of self-contained in the episode, but there's an overarching arc. This sets it up for that. You're going to have the episodes where they go to this one planet and help this and go to this planet, help this. But then there's the overarching theme or problem. I love those series because you can watch any of those episodes standalone and enjoy it and not have to worry about the whole. Shows kind of like how Boba Fett was. You have to watch every single episode in order in order to like or episode. There's pros and cons. I'm just excited for what they're going to do with Mandalorian, what they're going to do with Boba Fett. I just, I like, I like Boba Fett, and I like the uh, Sand, Sanda, Sander, the Gunner girl that he saved. Yeah, I like those two. They have a great chemistry together, and I really like the Wookie fighter dude. Um, I I mentioned before, I I got oddly attached to characters. I didn't think mm-hmm. I would get attached. In the last episode where they all get kind of ambushed their respective area when the two hog people i don't know what their names are get pushed off the side of the cliff and they fall my brain went why do i feel bad that they died they're like odd hog people who switch their loyalties very quickly as 
they were under boba fett and then boba fett died then they switched over to the one dude and then that dude died and they switched to <laughs> boba fett i'm like these guys why do i care so much but i do yeah i don't know i i think it was just good writing <laughs> and emotional setup scenes but whenever the wookie was getting stabbed and what i i thought he was dead I thought they no, killed off all those guys and they only saved the human-like characters to cut down on the amount of special effects they needed. Then that Wookiee just came out and nobody was just like, Ugh, uh, just throwing people when he's doing the weird limp. I also started yelling to myself because he was just walking, like limping to them and all these soldiers kept shooting him in his back and I'm just like, dude, crawl, like get down. Don't walk, stand up. You're moving about as fast as if you crawled. Get over it. It was just, um, it was, I, I I laughed, but I'm glad the the thing made it or the wiki made it. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed the Power Rangers showing up. I thought that was an interesting take on <laughs> gang. Um, because that's what oh, it was also. Awesome. Yeah. They they were genetically cyborg enhanced, at robot yeah. cyborg. They're not cyborg. They're, no, yeah, they're cyborg. Enhanced they're- humans. Who, they remind me of like a 50s greaser yeah like uh, definitely style. yep I, I i that's exactly what i felt too except they run mm-hmm. around with little pea shooters for some though they're mm-hmm. working for this daimyo i feel like they will have gotten upgraded with their yeah that's what i thought too um i did actually it, it felt like a great intense jump when mm-hmm. uh the syndicate blew up the at bar Oh, yeah. You I, forgot your... <laughs> I didn't think that that was going to happen. I didn't understand why they did either because yeah. both sides were... They were they were just coaxing both sides. They weren't going forward. Mm-hmm. I guess the fact that they actually loyal to Boba Fett to some degree, they, they killed off. Which, awesome. Did you... Did you predict and expect and had no no doubt in your head that those other members trade Boba Fett um because I didn't I had no fear I, I knew I, instantly yeah I kind of knew I was like well that just sounds like these guys are not gonna like ever respect Boba Fett period yeah because like I, I had no doubt in my mind that that, that was gonna happen even when the Rancor like kind of gave him that motivation I was like yeah that just gives him even more motivation to like backstab him well, a so. Rancor, to, to them, Jabba Fett had a Rancor, but he didn't, the Rancor didn't love Jabba. Jabba just had yeah. it hidden and trapped. Yeah. So if someone would kill Boba, they would get a Rancor too. It's not yeah. that the Rancor was connected. And that's why I really liked about this, is that you find out through Dan Trejo, thank you, my buddy, man, um, that Rancors are actually very um, in, in, there's, there's a term like acted or embedded. I forget the term. Basically, it's like a newborn ch- uh, bird, a duck. When it's the first thing it sees, it thinks it's its mom and it mm-hmm. And you learn that about Rancor. And when they showed that, my first thought was like, yo, bro, this Rancor is going to like save Boba Fett. I didn't expect him to ride it into battle in the last episode. That was really cool. <laughs> I thought that was great. It's pretty intense. I, I like it. 
That, that's the that's the um other bounty hunter. Thanks, Mommer. We always kind of look over and Shui's like quickly searching things for us. I appreciate it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I thought that was cool. I actually got really frustrated with all the people who started shooing him once uh, Boba Fett was off of it. They saw him ride that thing. Why would they think they need to shoot at it? I don't understand. It, it made no <laughs> sense. It just made for a reason for... Uh, Ando to get his helmet bitten. Yes. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Um, right. Yeah. It is what it is. Like I, that. I. It, I don't know. They didn't really explain too much on that one. So, the other mm-hmm. person that yep. a lot of people were very, uh, very like excited. For him to show up is Cad Bane. That's the bounty hunter dude. Yeah, Cad Bane, yeah. So unfortunately for me, all the references of Cad Bane from previous stuff, I have no knowledge of. He's I in no Clone Wars and everything. Basically, <laughs> what this guy does is after Boba Fett or Jango Fett, Jango Fett trained Cad Kane, Cad Bane. And then when Jango Fett died, Cad Bane trained Boba Fett. That's why at the end of this, oh, whenever he says, sense. consider this your final lesson mm-hmm. and both it knocks him off. stuff. I, no one knew that he died here. So whenever it happened, people were like, oh, dang, that's how he dies. Man. I both it, which makes sense. It's, it, it's a kind of a Sith thing, actually, because normally Sith become Sith Lords when the Sith apprentice kills their master. There can only be one Sith Lord rules of one. Um, which isn't actually a thing anymore, but they still hold to some dumb reason. But that, that's who Cain Bane is. Cad Bane. Yeah, Cad Bane. Like I said, I unfortunately don't have a lot of knowledge. I, I really wanted need to get a hold of my friend Josue to have him on this episode because he's a huge Star Wars fan. He watches all that stuff. Very knowledgeable. I am not, and I would have loved to pick on this so maybe the next uh mandalorian episode or whatever i will get a hold of him and we can also pick his brain about boba fett as well since this is unofficially season three four season three and a half of mandalorian yeah Yeah, pretty much so yeah he, he was a cool bounty hunter i found him interesting i i don't know i don't know if the syndicate is the same race as him they don't look the same but they look similar with the breathing tube stuff mm-hmm. um so i at first didn't think of anything and then i looked up him that's where i got all that information like to the right people who watch that stuff huge cameo huge payoff i appreciate that i, I like whenever they yeah i'm again i'm just interested in what they're going to do with uh boba fett because I really like the whole concept of him ruling and, and behind me, you know, like how he how he's playing. Yeah, it's not like, um, you know, and I also like his little saying that he said to uh, the little Wookie. Is it, is it, I don't know. Is it a Wookiee? Yeah, yeah, Wookiee. Um, Chewbacca's race, right? Yeah, Wookiee. I think yep. it's Wookiee's, yeah. Where he says, like, don't, <laughs> don't be a bounty hunter to, like, these people. 
Yeah. Which are like the Javas, pretty much the the race the Java hut was. It's like it's not worth it. <laughs> well, I think that's so. So this is what I'm. This is the point of Boba Fett's character change. Boba Fett almost died because of being a bounty hunter. Because the people who were hiring him were stupid, or more stupid, than he was. And he 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 told Fennec, "I'm tired of risking my life for people who are dumber than me." Yeah, that's essentially what he tells him too. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> then he rips that dude's arm off. That's too. exactly <laughs> what I was about to talk. <laughs> I love that scene where he's just sitting there Man, drinking and just get angry, and he just starts a fight, and no one there could just even stay fight off him. Of bars in the Star Wars. Series, man. Like that's the second person in the Star Wars canon that's got their arm ripped off or chopped off at a bar. No, there there's so many characters that get their arm well, I guess in bars maybe. I I think there could be more. But like you got the first dude who died, which we have his like people or race or whatever is apparently a uh, group of people on uh, Tatooine. He guy's Mm -hmm. arm chopped off, the Yeti guy's arm chopped off. Anakin guy's arm chopped off. Luke guy's arm. Ch- at arms getting chopped off. Common, commonplace. Yep. Yep. And the fact that these guys had like those big bolt, like bulging eyes. They look like they were just in fear the whole time, <laughs> which made me laugh. Especially when he's like holding him up. And the one dude's like. <laughs> <laughs> and the woman's talking all this sense. This knowledge. Down remove your tab and then he just goes he just snaps his neck and kills him and you had that moment of look on his face just like oh dear god please please <laughs> please leave me alone i just i just laughed i couldn't i couldn't handle it man it legitimately made him laugh and then the fact that the woman just put her hands up and he walks out pays them and walks out well that's mm-hmm. good try yeah uh, it was it was great comedic timing in this show and it wasn't presented as funny it just things happened that was funny I also like the fact that Ahsoka on the same plant that gives me hope that what we're going to find out is whenever Luke Padawans and Kylo or whatnot turns on them and starts killing all the younglings that ahsoka is there to save some escape with them train them in the way of the light gray jedi or whoever she is i know she's different she isn't quite a jedi nor is she is like this she's like a queen which is better as you see and that gives you hope that hey not all of luke's children or younglings got murdered by kylo i don't like kylo I like David Driver. Love him as an actor. Don't care for Kylo or basically the whole sequel series. Um they could it could have been something great, but it it, it fell in my um, heart and I'm hoping that they kind of separate themselves from it and just only mm-hmm. keep it canon enough because it's like, hey, look, this is still a thing, but we're setting yeah. up the rest of the universe to be better. And that's why yeah. I want because I did not enjoy the story first three three sequels because there needs to be an end game in mind 
and yeah. it didn't feel like they had Endgame. It just felt like they did the mystery box setup for it and forgot well, what writing was. I know I'm probably going to get a lot of flack for this. Yeah, you are. Um, yeah. <laughs> so so the first one, The uh, Force Awakens, mm-hmm. uh, is okay. It did what it needed like, to do. It started it up yeah. again. That's all it was. Yep. That's all it was. Um, I'm going to get a lot of flack from this from a lot of people, but I believe out of all those three, Last Jedi is my favorite. Okay. Um, just because it is something that, that someone dared to do something different with Star Wars. And I was okay with it, and I'm fine with it as a, as a movie guy. But I can understand the hate that's up below it. I really understand that. But, like, I felt like they were going to go with... Um, you know, like my feeling on Last Jedi is I wanted Kylo Ren to step out of Darth Vader's shadow. And that's what I thought Last Jedi was doing was showing like this new, you know, Kylo Ren becoming like the Darth Vader. And I felt like three, they didn't want that to happen. So they were like, you know what? We'll have to bring in Palpatine. And I was like, why? Why do you have to bring someone in that's dead already? See, and, uh, and, and that's that's my problem, right? Yeah. My my problem I, with The Last Jedi wasn't what they did. It's what they could have done. That would have been more yeah. of a compelling story. I mm. I, I agree. I, I personally don't like Rise of Skywalker. Skywalker. And it felt like it kind of spit in the face of a lot of characters. Yeah. The second one, I felt, also did that too. Mm. Um... And it felt also kind of like an insult to to fans who looked at all this stuff. And they're like, we have all these fans. Like, people like Luke. People like these characters. Everything is going to be opposite of what you want or expect. Hmm. And it just, I didn't care. I, well, I there, stopped caring There's quickly. a lot of problems that I do have with Last Jedi. But I think out of the three, that's the best one. Uh, in my opinion, just because of you know, they did try to drive a story of, you know, I think Kylo Ren should have been the villain, like completely, you know, like I thought he was starting off as a villain kept that way, but how they did him dirty, like in the third one, I laughed at the theater multiple times. Like that whole kiss between him and Ray, I laughed. The, the, the third one was them trying to wrap up. The, yeah. Okay. Essentially what happened was you had one person start a paper can't in like a group project of three people first dude started the paper hands it to the second guy the second guy starts retconning a lot of the stuff or trying to like fill in certain things that he wants in the story and then he forgets oh crud i have to give this off to a third person to finish it up Mm -hmm. but none of them have a layout on how it's going to end they just know that they need to make a new trilogy so the yeah. dude makes all these retcons, all the changes, and gives them to the third person. Third person's like, what the heck? I don't know what to do with this. And so they throw a bunch of flowery stuff in there to try and make it explain away all this crap. They're like, we can't have the main character be no one. Give him a Palpatine background. Like, it was, I, I felt The Last Jedi was bad, and I felt like The Rise of Skywalker had to. Yeah. Um, that's why I'm more excited for what they're doing with Boba Fett and all that stuff. Mm. And I'm hoping that John Mandalorian, what he needs John Favre, to make movie. That guy's like a lit dude. Like yeah. he's, he's kicking butt with all these 
Yeah, the um, only thing he can't conquer is to be an ultimate fighting champion. Yes, but he's really he, can, he cannot do that, nor can he be a good legal doc, uh, a good legal aid as Foggy. Yeah. <laughs> but uh. I really wanted them to end the, the second Star Wars with Rey joining Kylo and Kylo mm -hmm. being like, hey, we're reworking First Order. We're not going to be this evil dictator. We're going to try to actually be like good and be good for the universe and whatnot. Start yeah. peace. And then the rebels and the new Republic doesn't believe them. They think she turned to the dark side. And then we have a flop of character story where the bad guys is the rebels and the first, uh, the rebels in the new Republic because they refuse to submit and accept people change. Yeah. And that's where I thought they were going to go with. And then they just kind of went, yeah, I hate that. Yeah, let's and just that, bring pal back. Yeah. And that's why I like the book of Boba Fett so much more. Cause it's the story I wanted the idea that people can change. You have yeah. Boba Fett, this, this guy who honestly in the original trilogy had no real story. It was the stuff after him and just the overall. And he was not he even had. introduced as like, uh, wasn't introduced in the movie like that, that that's the thing is yeah. like that's not the first time you see him you see him in the holiday special he, he was introduced in the holiday special in a cartoon people just saw him more like went yo he's cool and this yeah, is where he's, he's silent at. <laughs> he's silent but deadly <laughs> and that's what i like about this like the, the the character possibilities of the book of boba fett the story of these bad people people who did bad things because of the times changing the world for the better and i love the yeah. fact that he did get knowledge and information from the tuscan raiders because he can then bring together tatooine in a way that no one else ever could yeah he's he's taking out all the bad people he's putting in this new form of uh, loyalty and respect he can connect with other sand people because he knows the sign language he knows their customs and everything he can connect with them and bring this level of prosperity and peace to tatooine i would love to see them like do after all the series or anything like that do a new star wars series mm -hmm. and see that tatooine has become like the new coruscant of the planet which coruscant if you don't know it's big yeah the old republic's kind of set up town first ones and it's just the month beautiful trade and everything all because of this first leader and they essentially have a book of boba fett show you how you're supposed to behave and be as a diamond i i love that also i will say i i watch i constantly rewatch and uh netflix um documentary on the samurai mm -hmm. is like the, the whole terminal terminology of dy dynamo 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 comes from japan as like warlords and one of the lords united most of japan that was hideyoshi and both is kind of being the hideyoshi of this series that makes me excited i i, I want to see it i want to see it done and it makes me happy i'm i'm good and solid to go and if that's what their intention is they're taking it one-on-one -on, -one on what george lucas based a lot of series off of like the whole concept of jedi was based off the of samurais 
that's why they they have the two hand stance is slow and precise versus all dancey like they did 50 51 it's enjoyable i like it uh, we don't have to sit here and keep talking about how much we like but <laughs> that is basically that's that's my thoughts is there anything you want to talk about finish up that line. um you know i'm just saying john Favreau did great robert rodriguez did great with directing and it's a great it's a great part of star wars fandom that people are going to watch and love and i'm glad that they made it you know and i hope that it keeps going forward i think if john Favreau keeps at the reins for a long time him and robert rodriguez they're going to make great movies they're going to make great tv series i think this going forward star wars you know, was kind of dying after the trilogy that happened, you know, because Rise of Skywalker, I was like, I think I'm checking out. Yeah, I was. And then, oh, and then Mandalorian came along and I was like, Ugh, no, I'm not. And then I was like, I'm not doing that. I checked out. And then someone's like, no, you need to watch it. And I was like, is it that good? And they're like, dude, like you need to watch it. And then after I watched, I said, if this can keep up, this is the Star Wars that I want, you know, and it's the Star Wars I'm proud to show my future children like be like hey this is what i loved you know this is the things that i when i was a kid that i loved it's like you know um some of those you know it, it, the thing was was like when i was a kid and when star wars became part of my life i wanted to own everything star wars even if it was like weird like family guy came out with the whole star wars parody stuff <laughs> and i remember watching it and the whole couch scene i laughed the whole time i was like this is so good because it's a bunch of reference and then Robot Chicken, you know, and their Star Wars references. And, like, all these shows, you start to realize it's, like, <laughs> half these people that you know or these people that direct, they love Star Wars. George Lucas is a huge, you know, person. I remember the movie that we watched uh, called uh, Fanboys. Oh, yeah. I remember watching that in our house together. You know, I remember watching that. And I'll never forget anything like that. You know, it, it's so good. It's... Star Wars, if it can keep like this, it will be something that will live throughout the generations. And I think John Favreau makes me feel like a kid again. Like when I watch this stuff, it makes me be happy that someone is now in control of Star Wars that I'm happy about. You know, a lot of series don't get that chance. You know, they just die off. Um, and I'm happy about that. Yeah. Something, something, oxide. Yeah, I know, I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> my, my favorite that... one is when they have like the dinner and like mm -hmm. Darth Vader's there and then he's like he has the muffin and he just oh you're talking about the robot his... chicken where he's like bro yeah. older on chunks everywhere everywhere <laughs> so so you know you, you said and, and we can start kind of wrapping up but uh, the one key thing I remember is in mm. the uh, uh, family guy one the, mm. the scene where they're all sitting on the couch and they're talking about it and Chris, who is voiced by Seth Green, points out that, you know, Robot Chicken did this first. Like, you guys are copying Robot Chicken. And then it was Peter. Um, I think it's uh, Brian. Peter and Brian Stewie all agreed with him because those are all the people who are voiced by Mac. By the, the creator of Family Guy. I can't think. Um, Seth MacFarlane. Seth MacFarlane. And then Meg and Lois agreed with Seth Green. Because they they're they're friends with Seth Green, they've been on those episodes. And everything. Yeah, because Ma Mila Kunis does the voice of Meg. Yeah, 
and it that scene always made me laugh because i remember getting the robot chicken uh star wars special which is just all their <laughs> skits of the robot chicken and i like robot chicken much more than i like family guy and i love that yeah. whole where they just started fighting each other over it it was very very generic and fun yeah i, I liked it and that and there is one movie i mean there's one part of the second second star wars parody of family guy that i'll never forget because i remember um i didn't get to watch the second one just then but mm -hmm. i walked in when a bunch of uh i i went over to a friend's house my buddy andrew and uh we went over to his house and we were all gonna play hide and seek at his house and me and my cousin showed up late because he had to get off work and i was living with him at the time and we showed up and they were watching the end of something something dark side which i think is the number two one and at the end where luke gets like his mechanical hand and he's like <laughs> he goes he goes wow mechanical hand wow that thing's pretty strong he's like yeah i'd practice on a hot dog oh uh. <laughs> and i got the reference of like you know uh that so uh the adult reference for everyone out there if you're listening but yeah it, it you know it's great that star wars has become this huge thing and it's going strong right now and i hope it just keeps going i want this train to keep rolling i'm so i'm at the point now where i am more on board with star trek being tv based instead mm -hmm. of movie based maybe put star out one or two star did trek? i say star trek i meant star wars yeah. sorry i don't know why i did that i only i only watched one series of star trek and mm -hmm. i got yelled at one day for it um but yeah uh no i just want star I, i'm i'm okay with these these tv star wars and yeah. i know that they're doing the the bad batch um yep. a couple other ones that i can't quite remember but i i saw a meme talking about the bad batch where it's just like mm. y'all ready to watch a show where this one single voice actor guy talks to himself for 10 episodes because they're <laughs> all clones they're all the same person so oh yeah i laughed i was like oh, no i'm down for it let's do it i favorite games were the star wars battlefront game and number two was so fun because you the, the story that is told through the clones was very interesting mm -hmm. so all right austin well that basically wraps us up for both mm -hmm. that book of both that austin what are we going to watch next i don't know do you do you really want to taste it do you really, really, really want to taste it? -na 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 -na. For people that's already watched this, that's the intro to a show that we're about to watch. Uh, this show actually is a spinoff of the movie Suicide Squad. And if you oh, haven't watched okay. the new Suicide Squad, um, which is the newer one, not the 2016 one with Jared Leto as the stupid Joker that's like, I'm Uncle Steve. Um, it's more of uh, James Gunn, the guy that did Guardians of the Galaxy. He made a movie. Uh, called Suicide Squad, and it stars a whole bunch of people. It stars John Cena, uh, Iris Albro, uh, or I don't know how to pronounce his name, Iris something. Uh, and then um, there's a whole bunch more people that's in it. it Stallone plays King Shark in that that uh, movie. And uh, Muller has already watched the movie. We watched yeah. it together. And uh, they made a show called Peacekeeper, which is John Cena's character. And it goes through his story of uh, right after what happens with Suicide Squad. So if you want to know 
Uh, I would recommend if you're going to watch this, watch the Suicide Squad movie. It is on HBO Max. And then watch the TV series. The newest episode comes out this Thursday, and it will be the season finale. So, so it's Peacemaker. Don't freak out. Peacemaker. Peacemaker. How peacemaker, dare you? Peacemaker. I always keep <laughs> messing it up. I always say Peacekeeper, Peacemaker. I was like looking up forever. I'm like, where? What is this? This is not what he's talking about. Yeah, so we're going to watch Peacemaker, and it stars John Cena, and uh, there's a couple other people from the Suicide Squad movie. So if you want more, watch the Suicide Squad movie, because at the end of it, you know, some of the characters from Suicide Squad are in this. So, uh, yeah. But overall, to watch Peacemaker, the, and remember, the newest episode comes out this Thursday, the season finale of this. So don't freak out if you binge watching, you're like, whoa, that's how it ended? And it's like, oh, no. It's this Thursday. So, yeah, we're going to watch Peacemaker. All right. Sounds cool. Um, mm -hmm. It's on HBO, right? HBO Max. HBO Max. All right. Cool. Oh, and I just want to also say is since you guys watch us a lot, uh, they have confirmed Billy. Uh, well, Bill Oakley confirmed on his Twitter on Saturday that Close Enough Season 3 has wrapped. They've wrapped it up. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're so going we, to talk about that at some point. Yep. So I'm super excited to see Close Enough Season 3. Uh, but yeah, that's what we're going to be doing is uh, Peacemaker and y'all got hyped for uh, close enough. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, mm -hmm. Austin, thank you so much for joining us. Join me as you always mm -hmm. do on uh frozen show here. Thank you mm -hmm. all so much for joining us for today's episode. And as we said, next next episode is Peacemaker. Peacemaker on HBO. Until then, thank you all for stopping by. Thank you for tuning in.